Welcome to Hip Hop Culture, where DJing, MCing, graffiti art are expressed every day within the inner cities of America and the world. You are not doing hip hop, you are hip hop. Thank you guys again for joining us for another episode of From a DJ's Perspective. Uh, today, as every time I'm on this platform, I get to chat with, you know, a great DJ, someone that uh, I've listened to, you know, via Facebook Live, uh, someone that I've come in contact with. And, and I'm honored to have this opportunity to present to some of you guys uh, DJ Bowtie. Hey, hey, hey! What's up? What's up, yes. everybody? Yes, yes, and 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 again, brothers, thank you for coming on here with me. You know, it's an honor uh, to be able to chat, you know, with you, and yeah. uh, and you know, just ask you some things in regards to how you feel. Likewise, like likewise. Thanks for having me, man. Um, I, I I see the growth in in your podcast, man, and I. Uh, Yes, sir. I, I want to take advantage of this opportunity just to uh, engage and converse with you and just to get a different perspective off a different DJ. So, yeah, I'm honored as well. Oh, thank you. Thank you. OK, so with that being said, you know, how did you come up with the name DJ Bowtie? How did Bowtie come about? Oh man, like um, honestly, I hated bow ties growing up, man. I, I did not like it. I despised bow ties. I thought it was corny. I thought it was just like, oh my gosh, man. I I didn't even take my yearbook high school picture because we had to wear a bow tie. So man, I did not like bow ties. That can give you just a round of perspective. <laughs> I didn't like it. But um, uh, my uncle uh my late uncle he he passed away of cancer about nine years ago and he was a kappa and, uh from grambling and he mm -hmm. always used to dress me and my brother up uh and when we were younger with bow ties like every easter every sunday it wouldn't matter what the occasion was because that was a, one of their sign signature things that they do as kappas they'll put on their bow ties and have the canes out and they was just mm -hmm. like some smooth oh, brothers. Yeah. So, oh yeah um, so man, that's one thing that he 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 put on us. So um, uh, originally, my name was uh, DJ Mr. Marcus, and uh, I was looking into basically getting into the more corporate, the more private events, and everything like that. And when my uncle passed away, I thought like, hey, I could honor him as well because he taught me uh, just a lot of, and that's where I get most of my creative nature from and style and all of that, basically from him. So I was like, hey, you know what? Uh, this bow tie ain't so bad. It ain't so bad. So I started wearing them and I, I just um, eventually changed my name to DJ Bowtie in memory of him and his legacy as well. Yeah, and that's cool, man. That That's an honorable thing to do. And it's just always interesting to find out where people's names derive from. Right, right, you right. And, and to me, that's a story in itself. Yeah, because just hearing you talk about that, it just seems like your uncle was a very uh, important figure in your life. Oh yeah, man, he was he was one of the uh, well, not the only, but the uh, 
dominant male factor in my life as far as just uh, goals. He was so, uh, he was so, I want to say, he had this like an entrepreneur aspect of no other, man. He came up with different ideas. He put them in rotation and he did not stop until he, he accomplished those goals. And he was a firm believer of working for himself and finding out different ways to create generational wealth. So that that's kind of like how I got my platform. That's how I kind of got my mindset uh, in retrospect to him. Yeah, and that's good, man. I just want to take a moment to salute him. You yes, know, and that's 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 a great thing, man. And it's it's always a a beautiful thing when we can have positive reinforcement in our right. life. You right. know, because it's it's so many times that we take on the challenge of trying to figure out things the hard way right and, right and it's and i know as a dj that helped you tremendously to be able to see someone that not only had ideas but took those ideas and brought them or made them into a reality right right yeah, right so that's yeah. a great thing um so how long have you been a dj um, man, originally I started DJing, um, I want to say roughly 2009, just playing around, basically just playing around, just, uh, I had a homeboy, he was a DJ and he was graduating college or something and he gave me his, uh, he gave me his turntable. So me and a couple of my, uh, homeboys from Grambling, we was in Grambling, we was just playing around and we used to have like freestyle battles and all of that stuff so we just brought out the turntable we wouldn't doing nothing we weren't doing no scratching we would just put the <laughs> put the seat we would just put it on and then we would just um just try to rhyme to the beat and also you know i was um, a member of the grandma state university marching band as well mm. as skyline raider band and the drum line so i was always mm. musically inclined around some type of music so yes. when it came down to reading music came down to uh just just being in tune with music i was always hey i was always intrigued by it so mm. about about to ask your question about nine about close to nine years mm, that's good man that yeah that's that's good i salute you again on that and that's you know like yourself you know i was in the marching band myself oh yeah you know, I was, okay yes okay. i was in i was at sock i was in the marching band oh yes oh, uh, see, okay yeah we, yeah okay. yeah in the drum line as well so uh, yeah yeah percussion. yeah that's like sock the percussion also. we, we got to shout out sock we got to shout out sock oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah yeah golden birds yes. right 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 yeah. right yeah but it's it's nothing like that percussion session right section it's nothing like it <laughs> Ain't nothing like it, man. I, I think I yeah. I played the the quince. I played the snare band. I played some everything. I was man. When it comes down to percussion, that was that was really my passion uh, as a at the as a youth. Yeah, yeah. You know, and from that, man, the only thing that I never got good at playing was, you know, during concert season. Mm -hmm. you know that's a totally different thing right but right. i never learned how to play the set oh okay yeah i i dibble and dab uh for a little bit but my 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 focus really was on because you know us texas uh people we was basically on rudiments and learning like we was oh, real yeah. heavy on percussion but mm -hmm. um 
a little bit further down south they're heavy on show style band and all of that so horns brass band so mm-hmm. during that during that second half in concert season man um even though we had to kind of dibble and dial with the set man we was in there learning our rudiments and trying to come up with different things to battle somebody yeah <laughs> to Dude, them rud- hey man them rudiments <laughs> was hell yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. rudiments, boy. I used to hate to, you know, because you would have to get in front of everybody uh-huh. and perform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, man. That that was our thing, man. We come up with different locations or whatever mm-hmm. during, that, during that second semester and get at it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's man. That's a beautiful thing. It's you know, it's not you know. I don't run across a lot of people, but I run across several DJs that were drums right right <laughs> so, you know it's something about that beat that's and, that beat man that thump yes and mm-hmm. and being in that situation it helps you so much when it comes to dj it makes yeah. it a little bit easier for you right 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 yeah because you understand pitch right <laughs> you, un- you understand pitch rhythm and mm-hmm. like oh, yeah. it's like entry I was just talking about that the, uh, to one of my uh, colleagues the other day, man. We was just talking about how everybody start start on that uh, first beat sometimes, but sometimes uh-huh. you might have to start on that that one end of. You might need to start on that upbeat or something like you just it's just exactly. naturally in you to to know where to um, play a song or start a song to give it the best fit to match that uh, that 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 previous beat. Yes, and and it's a wonderful thing to hear to hear you say that, you know, knowing that, uh, you know, you're you're over ten years in this, you know, because so many people, and I know you can attest to this, right. so many people don't know that, man, and man. they will murder a mix <laughs> because they started it in the wrong place. Exactly, man, and and it's 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 an art to it. It's an oh, yeah. art and it's a lot because uh, uh, the reason basically why I like I never I never had uh, like I started off DJing with my my, my homeboy DJ A1. He, he basically uh, gave me like the snippets of DJing, but he, he was basically saying, hey, you got to learn it. You got to learn it on your own. Like if you really want to know it, you got to you got to really put in your effort and find out what you want so he gave me the keys but he really didn't teach me how to start it and that was like that was the perfect uh and i appreciate him so much because that was the perfect tools that i needed so i went to youtube university so everything oh. I learned, everything i learned from him i matched it with youtube university and i could not mc work the nothing man but i knew how to match beats i knew how to you know, um i linked up with my homeboy from grambling p skills and my home girl nina and they own k104 as mcs uh now and basically i was doing weddings with them and i learned how to mc through them i started talking just like them and made it into my own so man i'm forever grateful for those people who taught me the beat matching the mc skills and all of that man just because i was in it for the respect more so the money Mm. Mm, that's great that's great so with that said what is it that actually drew you to DJ 
man, just being creative. Like that, I think that's one of the most creative, other than making your own beats. That's one of the creative, uh, most creative things you can do as a as a artist. Like you can blend two songs, you can mix a song, you can uh, reverb a song to uh, bring a song that this is where this song came from, and then you can play the new version of the song. Just doing that, man, it it. It just infuse you for more. It's like a never-ending uh, legal high that you can you can work on that twenty-four-seven. Mm, yeah. So that, that's that's my energy, man. That's my that's my fuel to basically come up with. If I think of it in my head, if I think of a mix in my head, it, best believe I'm gonna put that mix in my phone, and then when I get home, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it make sense. Oh yeah, I used to. Uh, I used to have a memo tablet with me and anything that I thought about, I would write it down. Right. Right. And I'll go back and, 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 and put it together. And, and with that, it becomes like a muscle, you yeah. know, you find yourself thinking more and more about things and what can go with what to right. where it's not every once in a while it happens often man and that you hit the nail on the head because you um like like i said with freestyle i was never a good freestyler i can think of i can write i, I can do it out but it was just something that me and my homeboys did so i never <laughs> in my life like when they always say jay-z never get in the booth and uh write anything down it's always in his head man i was not a believer of that i was like man i i can't see how people come up with metaphors back to back to back to back without thinking of writing it down but when it came i started believing that when it started becoming in me and djing oh like, yeah like i don't have a re everywhere that i do is from the dome as they say you know it's just it oh. just comes. i have certain you know certain go-to mixes or whatever but everything that i play and i come up with new versions on the spot and it's like it's crazy how how you can match certain things in that time or moment that you wasn't even thinking about. Mm -hmm. It just happens. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll, and I'll tell you something that I think is a, depending on how it's looked at, it's a curse and a blessing for me. And okay. that is for me, my attention span, when it comes to DJing, my mind is running so fast right. that I have to intentionally slow myself down <laughs> yeah and, yeah yeah and at the same time it's hard for me to do the same thing over and over again because right. i'll get bored and mm -hmm. once i get bored uh mm -hmm. i'm not paying attention i'm not focused right you know right. that's where mm -hmm. all of my mm -hmm. mistakes come in right 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 man i i 100 know exactly what you're talking about like i mm -hmm. it's it's kind of like in the wedding like when i do my consultations now it's basically uh every bride is not for me anymore you know if you if i'm doing a consultation where they want me to uh play only their playlist there and don't want me to read the crowd and stuff i'm not your dj because that that will get me bored as far as just sticking to your demands and what you think your audience will like and as a professional dj i do many of these weddings 
a lot it's very 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 it's going to be very very hard to to cross over now i'm very open and i'm very diverse but as far as just sticking to those um to those parameters and can't be creative can't do that i'm yeah i'm just not the dj for you yes and it's a hard thing to do and i i mm. i i really don't like being in those situations because it makes my night or my evening or my morning it's very long right very long right and it's right. And, and i get no enjoyment out of it mm-hmm. right right man no. i i 100 agree yeah yeah that's that's good to hear that <laughs> we share that you know that way of feeling so that's a beautiful thing um so what is it about djing that continues to push you to do it um just learning more man i'm still i feel that i'm still a student like i'm always accessible i'm always talking to uh older gentlemen i'm always talking to gentlemen my age i'm, I'm talking to everyone just to get a um just knowledge on what I can do better, what um, what some of the things they're doing that I can maybe implement in my company to make it more successful. So it's just, it's like the challenge. Like the challenge never gets old. It's like the same high every time you, you step up on, like as soon as I get ready for uh, the introductions or something, I just get those like, you know, those butterflies. Yeah, yeah, just like, but it's yeah. like intense that I'm like, come on, I'm ready. It's like you about to, you know, you about to score forty five points in this game, and mm-hmm. it's just feeling right. The crowd is right, everything's right. Let's let's get it. So uh, that's that's what I, that's what I, that was that's what fused me. That was motivate. That's what well, what motivates me to uh, just continue and learn. Yeah, yeah, that's. And, and I think that's always a good thing is when we allow ourselves to continue to be open. Right. And right. not a closed book. Because mm-hmm. once you close your book, there are no there are no possibilities for you to be better or a better version of yourself. Right, man. You know? Right. And it's and for me, you know, I've been doing this for a long time, but I still allow myself to to be open and when i hear other djs or or i'm in that situation where i can Mm -hmm. i get something from that whether it's whether it's something good or something bad i take something away to where i learn like oh okay hmm yeah i would have never thought about that man i'm yeah that's how it is with me man like some Mm -hmm. lessons are uh some the one of the greatest lessons is what not to do, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I've I've been to different weddings and I've been to uh, certain events where the DJ would uh, call out um, like a signature dance or something, and the vendors were uh, in the back eating their vendor meals, and the bride lost that footage because he was out there playing mm. father daughter dance. So, though mm. I've been to those different situations, and I always make a mark to like, okay, he could have did this, he could have did this better. This was awesome, but he could have, you know, different things of what not to do, and I always mm-hmm. take a take things that hey he did this cool so i might implement that in uh uh implementing that in my set or just my presence 
That's good. Yeah. That's good. So this next question, this is not a question based on, you know, competing or anything like right. that. But what is it about you that separates you from other DJs? Um, man, I, I just believe my my willingness to like my willingness to change and my personality. It's it's like no other. Like the humbleness. The I am there to. I'm there as a service, but at the same time, I'm there to sell uh, sell a certain style, certain looks, certain. Uh, certain image as far as just being more creative being more um as far as my setups like just being more creative with my setups being more creative with my looks being more creative as far as just the mixes uh i think that as a whole even with my business how set up as far as the emails as far as all of that like just being being diverse and accessible to my clients i think that's really what uh separates me uh, you probably wouldn't find that out unless you were at an event or you booked the event with me. Mm -hmm. But it's it's just like a one of those humble things that I I take pride in that really really separates me. But it's it's nothing to brag about. It's just like hey, this this is my lane. This is what separates me from a lot of DJs. Yeah, and I totally understand that. And and I just want to kind of touch on something. You know, one of the greatest things that I think we all should understand is what you learn to do. There's nothing that no one can take. You know, no one can take that away from you. Right. You know, in order for you to unlearn something, something has to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, there has yeah. to be trauma. Right. In order for that. And 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 what we know, we know. And gotcha. and. And for me, I'm unapologetic for what I know and what I have invested in to know. Yeah. And with yeah. this craft, this craft requires hours, <laughs> hours on top of hours. And and I'm and I'm just talking from a skill set. Right. Now business, that's a that's a totally different hat. Yeah. And and that requires hours too. Mm -hmm. But you can't you can't sell a car that doesn't run and expect someone to be able to drive it for long periods of time. Exactly, yeah. And what yeah. I mean by that mm -hmm. is you can't be a DJ and limit yourself from a skill standpoint and 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 feel like someone can use you in any type of setting. Right. You know, right. because they can't they can't mm -hmm. drive you to Oklahoma because the car is not where it needs to be. They right. may can only go up to the service station or the store mm -hmm. or, or things right. of that nature. So, uh, I again, you know, it's an honor for me to hear you speak the way that you speak and feel the way that you feel in regards to what you do. You yes. know, and I think that's a beautiful thing. And for those that are listening, I hope they get something out of that, you know. Right, right. Yeah. So, right. yeah, that's a good thing. And and Thank so you. I had a follow up question, and I didn't want to lose this. When you say, you know, change, that mm -hmm. you're open for change, what do you mean by that? Uh, as far as just, you know, uh, I always have, um, 
I have a saying, make your uh, number two <laughs> almost better than your number one. So, because anything can happen at a wedding, anything changes can occur, occur, or if you're used to basically one, one, if you're used to a certain way, a lot of DJs will try to force that on their client. But it, I am also open to change as far as just intros coming in, like just your their perspective, their culture, their, okay, maybe they don't want, um, r&b but they want country and this i'm open to any type of changes any type of creative nature that uh that a client will present um now it does have to be you know in the right timing and everything else but as far as just change man it's because uh, when you change you learn when you when things change you become more diverse Yes. Uh, if you're successful in that change, so yes, uh, so that's why I, I am fully open to uh change. I even like the a lot of DJs now they're coming in and you know they're cheaper prices and they're you know just basically just coming in trying to get get their money and probably get out. But like I'm I'm that's not what God has for me is for me basically. So mm -hmm. that DJ that's coming in that's charging this amount, that's not going to affect the way that I think it's not going to affect the way that I move. Um, because at the end of the day, uh, just like my, my, my partner, he, he, when, when he brought me in, he challenged me. If you really want to do it, you're going to find out yourself. You're going to make yourself even bigger. So, uh, and I was able to last nine years later. So those DJs who are coming in, doing the cheap route and not taking you know taking it very serious you know they're they they might not be here that long or they're not going to affect your money they're just going to um it's just like what not to do somebody else might learn a real dj who's coming in might see them and say hey that's what i'm not going to do this is the moves that i'm not going to make and it's going to brand out you know brand them to be better or whatever oh yeah and 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 you know i i just have a a response to that and and i totally agree and one of the things i think as a business as a culture as an industry right uh we have to understand it's just like um going to a like having a gas station a quick a qt or a a neighborhood store gas station you know, you're going to have both. Both are going to exist. Right. And you're going to have people that frequent both both of those uh, businesses. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't take away from either, you know, right. because, you know, mm -hmm. it, it and, and when we focus on that, you know, it makes it harder for us to bring about change. Because in my in my opinion, change is about education. Yeah. If, if we remove all of this uh, individualist, individualistic way of thinking that so many of us have right. and learn how to operate as a true team, then you'll start getting consistent information out. Right. Right. You know, right. People will start knowing what a real DJ or what a replicable DJ is versus what they're not. Right. You know, right. Mm -hmm. and 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 again this is one of my reasons that i wanted to do this you know also to educate people 
you know, that may run across the podcast that may be looking for a DJ. Because they're going to say, oh, so that's what they do. Right, right. You know, we, mm-hmm. we can't add value to our service if people never know what that value is. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's true. Yeah. That's so, true. so it's, you know, it's, I just think it's something that we have to work on as a whole, but we can't put all of our attention on bad yeah. mouthing or, oh man, man, this is that, this is that, this. Because I think when, truth be told I think a lot of us will take lesser money in certain situations and that's that's and that's one of the things that man about six hours like uh me and one of my uh good friends talking about he's a DJ also man we said uh we talked about the education and I was telling him about mobile beat I was I was telling him he should uh he should go to Mobile Beat because it's a lot of different educational um, classes that they do, that they have. And when I went, man, it was a game changer as far as how I ran my business, the mm-hmm. different perspectives of DJs around the world. It's kind of like when I went to uh, Grambling, man, I was used to Dallas dressing. I was used to mm-hmm. basically Dallas language. I was used to just Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. But when mm-hmm. I went... Uh, when I went somewhere and uh, I was educated on, hey, people dress like this and uh, people hold themselves to this in Chicago. People hold themselves in this in Washington. So you, uh, it was crazy because we were all the same. Probably grew up in uh, in, in like minded households and all of that, but we learned so much through um, other people. So that's what I was just telling him, like, hey, man, yeah, check that out. Because you will have a different res- respect for your company once you go to these conferences and start mm-hmm. learning. Because it sets you apart from other people who haven't financed that education and took time to focus and different focus on different weaknesses that they might have had in their company to um, to become better. Mm-hmm. So I, I I do not focus on anything negative because it also takes away. <laughs> of what you doing oh exactly and 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 if we spend more time on the solution versus the problem you know things would be better <laughs> man we, I, <laughs> it was it was one thing that we when i did at one of my classes and uh this is a this, i tell my wife this all the time like i am a solution i'm solution based like we did um i was doing substance abuse counseling and everything like that mm-hmm. And I was doing my uh, internship at the Salvation Army, and we had to do this base. And it was just like four different methods of therapy, or something like it was like motivational therapy, where people you know motivate you to do better. Mm-hmm. You know, it was short term. There, it was it was just so many different ones. But I fell up under the solution based therapy, and it's basically like you come up with the solution, get it done, and you, that's it. Like that, it's it's no in between you come up with that solution and and, and basically go and that's how i attack my goals that's how i attack um, a lot of different things i don't have time to talk to um and gossip about anybody or anything like that no it's time hey just come up with a solution and or just mind your business and they'll probably learn from you yep exactly and that that's that's a great approach and and i like that that's that's great so I have one more question for this segment and okay. and we'll take a break. Okay. Um, 
what is your go-to music? And when I say go-to music, I mean the music that you like. What is your go-to music if you had to play music for Bowtie? Oh, if I had to play, man, I'm an old, I'm an old soul. A lot of people don't know, but that's what I, because I, I grew up uh, around horses, man. I grew up around uh, trail rides. So, man, you give me some blues, you give me some R&B. I do a little bit of, uh, you know, I do the rap too or whatever. But, man, you give me that, that uh, some, some good Johnny Taylor, good love. I like all those songs, man. I like that's, that's, <laughs> See, I'm a because I'm a different like when I'm I, I never even when I'm in my car man what's crazy I don't listen to music man I do not listen to any kind of music because they just don't offer what I have <laughs> what I what I want to hear so man but when I'm at my house man and everything and I'm just chilling and relaxing man it's 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 probably some a little old school rap some blues or some trail ride music or R&B, old school R&B, 90s. Okay, okay. My favorite artist, Babyface. So, yeah, I mean, my oh, favorite, no, oh, not yeah. my favorite artist, but my favorite song is Whip Appeal. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> so, not Whip Appeal. Man, that's what, man, <laughs> Whatever I, you want, huh? Man, that's... that's <laughs> well, that, yeah, well, I like that, that type of style of music, man. Yeah. Yeah, one of my favorite songs off of that album. There's two songs that uh, I think it was that album. Yes, uh, it's uh, "Wise Love a Crying" mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and "Tender Love." Tender Love, okay, okay, yeah, uh, man, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those are those those two jams there. I can listen to anytime. Yeah, hey, hey I, I I warm them up with that Whippenfield doing cocktail hour and stuff like that, man. <laughs> and then you, I I look at man, I look at the crowd, and I'm telling you, they uh they sing, and I was like, okay, yeah, I'm well, I'm gonna get them with this. Can we talk later on? Watch. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a break, and we're gonna get into a mix based on those things that you like. Okay. And we'll be right back. Sounds good. It's the All Hearty Jump Party Mix.
By the brick and divided up amongst my guys Then I call Lionel to press up the vinyl So I could charge the game like a wild rhino I know no one else could do it better Is you stupid? Get your together Come from Tantam And Beanie Man is a Jamaican 
tell me you love me Let me hear you say you never leave me Mmm, girl, that will make me feel so right Let me hear you tell me you want me Let me hear you say you never leave me, baby Until the morning light the casino She lost all her money You are in the mix with the All Hearty Jam Party don't feel sorry for me No Don't feel sorry, honey But if you wanna do a lady a favor Here's what I want you to do Just loan me two dollars oh, Until the next time I see you <laughs> The last two dollars I'm not
belts and patty melts and Monte Carlos and Eldorado. So I'm waking up out of my slumber, feeling like Rollo. So follow, it's showtime at the Apollo, minus the Kiki Shepherd. With a bottle, with a leopard print. Teddy, Pendergrass, cooler than Freddie Jackson, sipping a milkshake in a snowstorm. That I throw warm in the dorm room at the AU. We blue hate you, athletes might cake you, but you must have me mistaken with them statements that you make. Huh? Allow me to lace these lyrical in who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommies. The back of the club, sipping my wet is where you find me. The back of the club, Mackin' Hawaii, my crew's behind me. Mad question asking, belly passing, music blasting. But I just can't quit because one of these honeys Biggie got to creep with, sleep with, keep the epic secret. Why not? Why blow up my spot? Cause we both got hot. Now check it. I got more Mac than Craig and in the bed. Believe me, sweetie, I got enough to feed the needy. No need to be greedy. I got mad friends with Benzes. See notes by the layers. True to life players. Jump in the rover and come over. Tell your friends, jump in the GS3. I got the gun out by the tree. Throw your hands in the air if you's a true player. I love it when you call me Big Pop. Just the honeys getting money, playing fellas like dummies. Oh. I love it when you call me Big Pop. You gotta come up when you call me Big Pop. You gotta come up when you call me Big Pop. You gotta come up when you call me Big Pop. Come and talk to me. I really wanna meet you, girl. I really wanna know your name. But 
I'm playing a prayer. 
When they meet their 400 pound mate, if I could rule the world, everyone would have a gun in the ghetto, of course, when you the up and on their horse. I kick around, drinking moonshine. I pour a sip on the concrete for the deceased, but no, don't weep. Why Clef's in a state of sleep, thinking about the robbery that I did last week. Money in the bag, banker look like a drag. I wanna play with Pelicans from here to Baghdad. Gun blast, think fast, I think I'm hit. My girl pinched my hips to see if I still exist. I think not. I'll send a letter to my friends. A born again, a hooligan, only to be king again. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Gonna find you and take it slowly. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. I wanna know, is this love for real? Or could it be lust that I feel? You got it going on and on, like a wheel. Fly sex appeal, physique extra ill. Smell sweet, dress to kill. You got me open like a token, hot and smoking. Jacuzzi, bubble bath, laughing, joking. Candlelight, talking about how you and your X-Men fight. Tropical sight, be saying white. Listen, seafood dishes, wine cooler, champagne wishes. Waterbed head, fine dude with some riches. You're lovable, huggable. I love the cute mugging. As long as I'm around, and down, nothing could ever trouble you. How would you buy it? Say what? The way you touch me. Right. Driving in your caddy. You can be my uh, big daddy. Yeah. Take it slowly. Heavy hold me. Fala, 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 fala,
It's the hitman, yes, the hitman, yo, you know it. The first cruncher, the man on the sequence, he was scared to kick a 16 bar. He's not a rap star, not saying that I am, but on the jam, I'm gonna kick a little, not a Dr. Seuss riddle, no cats and hats. Box in some socks Rock to the DJ jocks Check your clocks Half past what? Time to bust Not a pistachio He uses a Casio keyboard And a Tascam board The quick in the B50 Get nifty Born with the gift Time to get hit Not with the manufacturing Of a spoof He never wrote one Never sold none The beats give me the high That brought fame to us And how we gonna kick it, huh? Bunnies, those wanting money, those the ones I like, cause they don't get nothing but penetration. Unless it smells like sanitation, garbage, I turn like doorknobs. Heart throb never, black and ugly as ever. However, I stay coochie down to the socks. Rings and watch filled with rocks. And my jam knocked in your Mitsubishi. Girls creepy when they see me, never whole creep me in they TP. As I lay down laws like Island Coppin', stop it. If you think they're gonna make a profit, don't see my ones, don't see my guns. Now tell your friends, Papa, hit it, then split it in two As I flow with the junior mafia I don't know what the hell's stopping ya I'm clocking ya, Versace shade watching ya Once you grin, I'm in, game begins First I talk about how I dress is this And diamond necklaces, stretch lexuses The sex is just immaculate From the back I get deeper and deeper Help you reach the climax that your man can't make Call him, tell him you'll be home real late And sing the break, uh Question of authority. Mm-hmm. 
Put me on. Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned Four walls closing in, getting bigger I'm paranoid, sleeping with my finger on the trigger My mother's always stressing I ain't living right But I ain't going out without a fight See, every time my eyes close, I start sweating And blood starts coming out my nose It's somebody watching the act But I don't know who it is, so I'm watching my back I can see them when I'm deep in the covers When I awake, I hear a car burning rubber He owns a black hat like I own A black suit and a cane like my own Some might say take a chill beat But I can't G Cause there's somebody trying to kill me I'm popping in the clip when the wind blows Every 20 seconds got me peeping out my window Investigating the joint for traps Checking my telephone for taps I'm staring at the woman on the corner It's messed up when your mind is playing tricks on you I make big money, I drive big cars, everybody know money. I drive big cars, everybody know money. Do you Never to be 
I've had my best time, y'all Yes, I did In the hole in the wall In the morning, all the damn clubs are closed. I went to this place, y'all. I didn't want anyone to know. I walked into the room, had my nose in the air. It's seven in the morning, and I'm still in there. Let's go, baby. Hmm. To the hole in the wall. Oh, yeah. I've had my best time, y'all. Yes, I did. The hole in the wall guys well thank y'all for uh tuning back in we're back i hope you guys enjoyed that mix uh it was great to me i hope it was great to you as well bro um we're going to get into the second segment and this segment is based on the do's and don'ts so what is one of your biggest do's as a dj um my biggest do's as a dj is as far as as far as just music wise, just making sure uh, I have a mindset going into um, in, into the situation that just to be versatile that that's a big that's a big do. I always have to have my chords uh, all my chords in order and organized. Um, 
as far as the look i always look i like a neat look that's a mm -hmm. must do it has to look um like you did it <laughs> like a brand new car basically the presentation mm -hmm. has to be there so that's a that's a must do mm -hmm. well, let me ask you a follow-up on that with having that neat look what what are some of uh the positives that you have received from that oh man just basically just people want different setups because of how uh, neat it was and how unique the look was or um even just like with other djs i they always probably they'll compliment me hey man that's clean uh set that's clean set that's clean look and it just make you feel more confident too when you're when you're djing it just gives you that extra motivation so i would say that's that's a that's a big do and that's a just a more confident booster to your game no oh, okay so with that being said what is one of your biggest don'ts as a dj um biggest don'ts as a dj is don't really go into uh for the for the money don't don't do that don't that's one of my biggest don'ts because all money ain't good money i have to learn that early but all money is not good money so when i say uh my biggest don't is don't accept just or try to book everything just because of money actually see what this event uh, will benefit you as well as the client okay and with that said, it seems like you've had some horror stories or some bad things that have taken place that have really stamped that on your brain. Uh, yeah, man. I um, like it all. It all worked out in the end, but it's kind of like I had went into a uh, a couple years ago. I went to a situation where uh, previously, like we was talking about, uh, I was thinking, okay, yeah, I'm I'm versatile. I can probably make this work and couple they had this basically only wanted me to dj what they had on their playlist like nothing i couldn't come up with any other songs or anything they just basically wanted me to dj whatever songs they wrote down problem with that is when we got there when i got there to the wedding their crowd was it was nothing like they wanted it to be so they was giving me songs basically off of their preference and not their audience preference so i'm playing these songs and i already took i told the planner i was telling the planner i said hey these songs are not going to cross over well i'm gonna try to do it but i'm letting you know right now these songs are not going to get everybody moving they're real mellow songs mm -hmm. but the bride wanted the party lit she wanted all this to go on and i already knew it wasn't going to cross over so later on during the uh <laughs> i'm playing i'm playing all these songs back to back were uh through her playlist and she finally came the bride came up there uh i was at Notting hill and she came up there and she was like man just uh basically just do you within three minutes man the dance floor was packed but the only thing it, it was they only had 40 minutes left to dance mm. so you had to hit them hard and quit man it was quick and hard but it's still like the type of crowd that she had man it it would have it probably would have been one of my best weddings if she would have just 
loosened up her reins a little bit. So that was just a learning lesson. Hey, man, if if it's a bridezilla, it's not for you, man. Like you, even though you might can DJ a lot of events, I mean all events, but all events are not for you. Yeah, and 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 I can speak to that, and and that's a very important thing to know, you know. And I think what happened, what happens sometimes, and you may agree or disagree. I think we lower our standards or or we think that we can push our way through something. Right, right, right. And because I had a situation uh, similar to that and and the groom, um, the groom didn't care. He wanted me to be me. Right. But the bride had a list of songs. And and every time I I went outside of that, she would send the wedding planner. Man. Oh. And 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 say, well, the bride say, you know, please stick to her list. And and it was just so hard because it's like the, the audience, the people in the audience were looking at me and you know, you can just see it in their eyes, like, please, <laughs> what are you doing? Why? You know, you know, and it and that was one of the hardest things for me to do. Um, right. And later on, uh, we were able to do some things. But by that time, for me, it left set, such a bad taste in my mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, that it was like, man, I can't I can't do this, you know, like this, because it's it's hard. And I'll say it's hard. And I have been in situations following that to where it was supposed to be open to be able to do whatever and they changed. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, in those type of situations, you know, you kind of just lost because you didn't see it coming. Mm-hmm. But, but I agree. We have to know what's for us and what we have to offer. Because I think as DJs, the worst thing that can happen to us is putting us in cuffs. Yeah. Because, you know, and I've said this several times, but DJing in itself was was created off of doing things that people say you shouldn't do. Man. Yeah. And and when I say it's it's, ever since I learned, because even though if you turn turn it down, your month, it's not going to stop. It's going to actually make it better because of the references that you're going to get when you do do the DJ. Oh, yeah. DJ that you want and when I say like it was a blessing 2021 man I was uh straight out the COVID man we um I DJ 53 weddings uh last year which was a crazy total like man it was congrats and when I say I had 53 good reviews like not to say that everything went perfect in every wedding no it didn't do that but the couples that i chose like we and the planners that i work with if anything slightly went off we had a number we had a uh we was ready for number two you know our idea number two so and that entails like everything uh basically worked itself out to the best that it could so uh, a lot of people don't understand that just yet until they get in those different situations until they see hey man maybe 
I shouldn't have, even though I was open this Saturday in October, man, spend that time with your family. If it's not, if that consultation not going how you think it needs to go, it's and it's okay. It's okay mm -hmm. to tell somebody, hey, I might not be the DJ for you. I might also depends on, but you never know their financial uh, stability as well. But I guarantee it's going to come back tenfold. Uh, if you do the right thing for yourself oh yeah oh yeah and and it's funny i was recently in a situation uh very hostile situation for me mm. but i didn't i had no way of seeing it coming because i was only dealing with the coordinator right the whole entire time and they were so bossy and pushy it made it extremely hard you know at the end, I, I I gave them everything they wanted and more. And one of the things that were said was, thank you. I know we put you through a whole lot, but man, you made it work. And, yes. and it was like, uh, I have like four more events, you know, let me get your card. I got to have it. <laughs> now, now, and I'm just being honest. Like I told right. you, one thing that I'm going to be on here, I'm going to be right. right. I'm not going to use the word keep it real. I'm going to be transparent because right. I think when people say keep it real, you got to you yeah. really have to decipher between what's real. Right, right. So <laughs> I'm going to use the word transparent. I'm going to be open <laughs> in, yeah. in what I'm going to say next. In my mind, as you were saying that, I said, you'll never see me again. I'm <laughs> going to send the people that I work with they will see you it will not be me <laughs> man <laughs> that, that, that's just that's as blood as you can put it man i'm telling you yeah I, I, a few years ago man I, I i've been through that situation man i've been through those like oh since they feel like uh you know djing people now like uh starting to get a couple upper echelon weddings and things like that mm -hmm. they think they can buy your buy your way and your time but you you can't you can't buy my you can't buy my respect and no. at the end of the day i'm a man you can't mm -hmm. talk to me any type of way i'm gonna be very 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 professional with you in mm -hmm. all situations every situation yep. i don't care if it's disrespectful but you're not going you know you're not going to do that Oh, no. I still, can't. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And see, that was one of the situations I had with the event where I had to stop one of the, you know, one of the siblings. Right. And, and, and she didn't like that. And I had to explain to her, you know, I can't allow you to just bark orders at me in the fashion that you're doing. I said, I'm, I'm not going to do that. That's not going to happen. There's yeah. a way to converse with me. Man, and, and and I don't know how you do this with other people, but this is not acceptable with me. Oh man, that's that's I'm telling you, it was a quick quick story uh, with that same couple. Man, I was uh, I I was basically I provided lights DJ for them and everything, so I did their uh, first dance and they did it with the dancing on the cloud. Mm -hmm. But the one of the the groom, he wanted to right before he uh, do the first dance, he wanted me to put the spotlight on him on the other side of the room, and he was gonna sing to him. So mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm creative. I was like, yeah, hey, that's cool. Yeah, I got you. We got the spot. I uh, I put the intimidators over there. Um, 
and I say, hey, when you when you start, you gotta be in this spot right there, and you're gonna walk towards the dance floor before the first dance. So I I did that, man. Every everybody went crazy. It was good. They did their first dance, uh, and then shortly after the first dance, I introduced the father and daughter dance. Man, during the father and daughter dance, he came up to me and basically was telling me that's not the effect that he wanted like in front like this like trying to almost be disrespectful while the father and daughter dance going mm -hmm. on he said that he wanted the whole all the venue lights to go off i said <laughs> I, I said sir I, I said sir i cannot control the venue lights that's something you had to relay and put in and we had as amongst of a whole talk to the venue he wanted every light in the venue to go off, <laughs> but that it was just like he did not even care about the moment that was taking place. Mind you, he had to do the his dance next, yeah, and, he, and he hadn't even gave given me the song yet. He wow. was still so that tells you like the uh, and they had a planner too, and it was just like it was just too crazy, man. It was just. Yeah, uh, the, they was getting on the planner nerves. They was getting on everybody nerves throughout this whole process. But it was just, we made it work. But that really taught me, man. When I say that taught me, hey, you know what? <laughs> Some stuff is just not worth it. So doing these consultations, I really try to be a little detailed about myself and be very, very transparent. So we can decide if I'm gonna be the best fit for him. Yeah, and uh, and 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 that's the ideal thing to do because it's only in that situation where you can see some of the telltale signs. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, all right. Uh, so, what what about the business that you don't like or approve of? Um. I don't like it, but uh, it happens because that's just life. I don't like the uh, undercutting, like, but mm -hmm. it's just gonna man. That's just one of those things that's gonna happen. Like, it's just not, it's just not my cup of tea. But you know, it's it's, it's really not even me to shed so much light on it because regardless what you say. It's it's always gonna happen. Somebody's gonna undercut you. Somebody's going to, uh, you know. But you you just gotta understand who you are and what you what you are about, and just keep it going. And 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 as you were saying that, it really made me think about something. And um, and it's crazy, but I I know that this is happening. You know, I've had people have people to contact me that are not real to mm -hmm. see what my price points are. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 that's one of those things in the business that I think is just it's a terrible thing. And 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 when you can't be transparent or be honest, you know, with what you do and how you do it it makes it very difficult and, and it creates these little situations like this because it's so much easy to call someone and just ask. And if they don't tell you, then that's one thing. 
Right. But you'll be surprised what a person will be willing to talk to you about if you just ask. Man, who that's and it's 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 so it's so self-explanatory as well, man. Like, um that's why I say I'm an open book. Like I don't one thing I don't do, I uh I don't pay for um I don't pay for advertisement any uh like as far as like the knot, the wedding wire, I don't mm-hmm. do those. I don't do those things because I have built a great relationship with planners and clients. So 100% of my business, 100% comes from referrals. Like, and if people recognize, like, don't try to undercut people to get business. Don't try to to talk down on anybody name to get business to it's not going to build your brand and why why you're doing that you might get one client but if you don't see residuals from your uh just just residuals and other referrals from that specific wedding it's a reason why it's a reason why if i don't receive no referrals from a previous wedding I did. I mean, I'm not doing a good job at these weddings, but if all of my referrals and everything are coming from previous weddings, that means I'm doing something right. I'm doing mm-hmm. something right. So I don't argue with anybody. I don't like what's for me, for me. If you want me, you kind of got to, you kind of got to find, basically find me. And that's when I know, okay, we real, we ready, we good. We don't even have to talk about pricing. We don't have to talk about bargains. We're not talking about it. You've seen my work. You know what I can do. And you know I'm here to serve. So let's, let's make this the best day for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well said. Well said. So this is a two-part question. Uh, what type of DJ are you? A, the DJ that plays what he likes, or B, the DJ that plays to the crowd? Uh, plays to the crowd. Plays to the crowd. If uh, if I, like <laughs> we talked about, if I play what I like, man, everybody would be asleep. <laughs> everybody be asleep. Everybody be, uh, like, I, I do like uh, the turn ups and everything, but if I really got down to nitty gritty, what I like and what I like to jab to, Man, everybody would be like, "This ain't no trail ride. Where the horses at? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> where the casinos at, man?" <laughs> so, yeah, I, I I normally just adapt to the crowd and just play what the crowd likes. Okay, yeah, yeah, I like that. Okay, so uh, in your opinion, uh, do you think that mixing is important? And if yes, do you think that it's a lost art? Man, that is the number. That's that's why DJs was created, man. That's that's like I should have I should have said that as my uh, don't do's that. I should have said that as my what I dislike, whatever. Man, that is my number one thing that I cannot I can't get with. With you have to know beats per minute, and you know have to know how to blend the song. That is the number one thing about being a DJ. That what that's what makes, in my in my opinion, by itself. I'm not I'm not saying in nobody else's opinion. You might can rock a crowd without mixing. You might can do all of that. But as far as my perspective as a DJ, 
and how to get my respect is mixing man not I can scratch, but uh, forget I was scratching. But blending two songs together and you're making your transition smooth—that's DJing, man. And why? I'm just saying, why is that important to you? You know, you're kind of beating around the bush. I want to know why is that important to you, man? It's, what it's, is that? What is it about mixing that makes it important, man? It's 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 almost unexplainable man it's like it's it's if you that's like level that's like level one of becoming a dj like people people don't become uh a pilot to drive cars you know like people want to go up there and fly you want to be a dj to mix you want to blend you know you want to be able to blend songs that's the number one art form of djing is blending songs that's I can't put it in the, in the uh, when they came up with turntables. That's what they did. They blend two. That's the only reason they they didn't come up with the uh, the ideal of DJing to just throw a song on there and then you throw another song. No, they came up with a mixer to mix. That's why it's called a mixer. So if you don't have a mix, if you have this mixer and you're not mixing, it's it, it just I don't know, man. It just that's one of the things that that quietly and humbly just grinds my gears that I would never put out another DJ. And, but if I'm there, man, I'll be cringing my teeth. Man. I cringe my teeth on that. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. It's a big thing for me. And, and I know that there's different ways of getting to point A and point and port, I mean, point B. But if point A does not consist with you knowing how to mix i have a problem with that hey man i have a problem with that you know you can't drive a standard if you don't know how to work the gears man in the clutch man. spontaneously at the same time but you know? but you know you know one thing too man that but that's why I, that's why i say that that's why eventually i i came into djing for I, for the uh, for the thrill, for the fun as well, but for the but I I studied DJing for the respect. Like I um I was five years in, knew how to scratch, knew how to mix. Uh, within probably like two years, I but five years in, that's when I was like, oh, this is not enough for me. Like if I want to be respected, I need to. Uh, if I want to be like a student of this DJ game, let me buy some turntables. First time ever, ever, five years in, bought some turntables. And that's when I started really, okay, this is what it feels like, man. Okay, I understand now why people love to feel the turntables. Oh, how, it's a wonderful how, thing. Yeah, but I think most of the time it's so many people are scared to fail. You know, they are scared to fail. And they're uh, basically the master, the art of not mixing, if that even is such a thing, you know, just master mm -hmm. the art of it, that if they try to learn now and they don't perfected what they already know, it, it, it might not work out for them as they would think, or they might be scared of, oh, I've been DJing this, this long, 10 years, 12 years, 15, 20 years, and can't mix. <laughs> and, and the, it's going to look dumb if I decide to do it 25 years later. Yeah. And, and, 
and to me, I have I, I have something that I live. One of my principles that I live by is the clock starts the moment that you realize that you need to do something different. Mm. So even if that's 20 years in and you realize that you need to do something different, yeah. that's the moment that hey. you need to change. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and whether you get caught up in time or, oh, it's too long. No, no, you need to change. No, the problem is everybody likes change, but nobody wants to change. Right, 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 right. Because change requires accountability and responsibility. It, 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 it requires discipline. It requires determination. It requires, you know, doing, making no excuses. Yep. Because there are no shortcuts. And you and for those that that love to do what we're talking about, DJing, there are no shortcuts to DJing. And for everybody that takes the shortcut, you end up seeing their mistakes in the wrong time. Right. When 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 they're in people's events when they should not be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When when it when it comes down to all the spotlight and everything, mm -hmm. you you try and then it, it it doesn't work, man. I've seen it over. I I've seen it, and I've seen it on the biggest stage, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was like, dang, I, I wish I could go up there and say, I wish I could, you know. But it's 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 like it, it's too late. So I do understand, man. I I yeah. do understand that perspective. Yeah, yeah that's, no. that's a tough one. But mix it, man. Oh, but God, God. That I, let me tell you, like this is how uh, hey, uh my uh, my homeboy trained me into DJing. I DJ without headphones. Mm -hmm. I never, I never DJ with headphones. Like it, it, you can catch me probably thirty times in my DJ career. I had headphones on, mm -hmm. and. He basically prone that into me because in any perspective, you know, and you feel the music that you're playing. Like, you know the beats. Okay, you know your song selection. Even if you haven't even played the song but three times, you know where that beat come in and you know your BPMs. You know where to bring it back from to mix that part. You, uh, you don't have to because the more time you're trying to listen, uh, more time you're trying to listen to that next track to come in and find that perfect blend, you're losing your crowd. Mm -hmm. You're losing your audience. And the day that we live in now, and I've seen it five, six years ago, because I used to DJ a lot of proms, and it's the younger kids, the attention span is... is it's, seven to ten seconds. It's, seven to thirty seconds. You, you see what I'm seven to thirty seconds. So if you are planning, that's why TikTok's so popular. You know, you only get 10 seconds, 15, whatever, how many seconds, but it's all over the place. So mm -hmm. as a so think about um 10, five years from now. It's gonna be even shorter because people starting now mm -hmm. to do TikTok parties. So that means yeah. you're only playing uh, snippets snippets of a song 15 seconds to 20 seconds of a song for four hours mm -hmm. man do, that's, that's almost 600 songs within that four hour time frame man mm -hmm. so i'm just looking at like 
how can you do that how the way of the world is switching and how we saying like change everything is changing and it's going to come down to you like it's going to come down to real skills and a real art to keep to keep up oh, like yeah, yeah it's going it's going to come down to that just to keep up and maintain uh, and still keep that respect but yeah, yeah. And, and and I understand and and I see that point and you know I came up in a time to where you know the headphones were prominent right but right. I understand your point because for me I don't need the headphones right uh, and even if I'm listening I move at such a fast pace and yes. my mind moves at such a p fast pace that when I'm playing one song, I'm thinking about anywhere from five to ten other songs. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, I'm <laughs> because I'm always watching the audience, and and every song that I play, it's like I keep a database Man. of that, and and I have a cross reference to that, a cross reference to that, that, and that, and that. So my mind is moving so fast that. I have to slow down so I don't move faster than they're moving. Right, right, man. That, and I, I practice. I practice <laughs> going. I practice. This is one of the things that I practice. When when I come out of the mix, on that next eight or at the beginning of the next sequence of that mix or, right. or, or that song, I'm ready to come in. Yep. That and that's and. Man, that's how it is, man. I'm yeah. telling you, that's that's how I operate, man. I already, man, my at my weddings, when I do um, dinner time, man, you any my any of my planners, any of the planners I work with, they know I don't eat at weddings. I be hungry. When I say hungry after my weddings, but I don't eat at weddings because my adrenaline is so high and I am so in engulfed in what i'm doing at that time mm -hmm. bro i don't i ain't got time to go you know vendor meals no no that's man. no i can't do that yeah yeah, yeah it's hard for me and you know, I, yeah <laughs> i take stuff with me i take snacks with me. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I, I need that's what i need to start doing man yeah like if uh most time if i'm doing events with some of the chef that I, i'm familiar with they always uh, give me like a little doggy bag of, of prior to they'll they'll yeah. hook me up because they already know. They uh, yeah. they be like, man, what's why he don't eat? I was like, man, you'll see after a while, man. Uh, but I just I just mm -hmm. it's just something about that feeling and something about that adrenaline that my mind be going. I don't I don't have an appetite. Yeah, and I totally understand that because I uh, say for me, I I have to slow down. Mm -hmm. I have to intentionally slow down because my mind is moving 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 and and for me with the headphones the songs that they're listening to after or when i mix it i've already had that part mm. yeah you know so you're getting a delayed response to a party right. that i've already went through maybe <laughs> five to ten minutes ago i didn't say that i'm, I'm gonna use that <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna use it. I never thought about that perspective. It's, it's kind of like I already, I already enjoy it. It's like deja vu all over. Yeah, yeah. I already did this before. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah I, I could totally agree with that, man. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Mm. So, I got one more question for you. Uh, 
what is your best advice that you would give to other DJs? Um, my best advice is to uh, it's two parts to it. It's two parts to it, and it might sound real crazy, but oh, it, hey, it is I, what it is. I just that's this is how I feel. Um, when you're coming into DJing, um, always. Always, it's one thing to DJ, but it's another thing to work for yourself, man. Always try to see if, like, you might be up under a multi-op company, but, man, nobody's not going to pay you. Nobody's not going to treat you uh, the way you're going to treat yourself. Nobody's going to put the most uh, effort into you the way you're going to put into yourself. So I always encourage other DJs if they are like just try it out. Just try to see if you can work for yourself because I've um, a big um, I always been had an entrepreneur mindset and I totally understand that entrepreneurship is not for everybody. But I think if you are in one of those solo lanes and doing things like that, you should at least give it a try at least give it a try because just like with the pandemic when it came i seen a lot of djs fall short i seen a lot of djs not getting booked i seen a lot of djs who did not eat uh, because they were so dependent on somebody else getting you know getting them booked and uh, mm. so it, it, it was and it wasn't like the company fault because you know nobody can predict the pandemic however mm. like if you were in control of your own finances and destinies you could have basically maneuvered your way a little bit better in these in different situations that that's the unknown so i'm always i'm always like hey even though if you're the spotlight DJ for a company, man, just check it out. Just try. Just try to look into seeing if you can do this on your own. So I'm, a, I'm always a fan of uh, entrepreneurs and just getting out there and trying it and at least trying. Uh, my second part is... Uh, in this DJ game, you're going to have highs and you're going to have lows. That's why I always looking into a bigger picture as well. I'm, I'm always investing in other opportunities too. You know, this is not my sole proprietor income. This is not going to be, I'm not going to be an 80 year old DJ who's looking for gigs and, you know, trying to carry all this stuff on my back. I, I came in this game. I'm going to make the most of it. And when it's my time, because I don't want to do a multi-op. I don't want to do that. So when it's my when it's my time, I want a smooth transition. So I want my finances to be in order, my my lifestyle to don't change as much. So with that being said, you always or I'm always like I move fast, so I'm looking and trying to perfect my my next move when I'm perfecting this move as well as DJ. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And I think that's a great, those are two great points. Uh, you know, and, and one of the things 
that we have to learn to do is not operate in fear. Right. And, and a lot a lot of people when it comes to doing something for themselves it's the fear of the unknown that hunts them. Right. And 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 we get so accustomed to having that so-called umbrella which is not an umbrella. And what COVID or the pandemic show you that your umbrella really wasn't your umbrella. Man, that it could be taken away at any given time. But it's hard to take something away that you have built yourself. There Man. are safety protocols that you have in place. You don't you don't lay it out the foundation yourself so man and that's mm -hmm. and that's uh it's crazy that you said fear because that's what i operate off of man i, I read this book it was called uh it was when i was doing real bad man i didn't know if i wanted to be a dj or firefighter or substance abuse counselor it was like it was three of those it was you know, i had three options man and i my my daughter she was about to give be born so I, I had to put it in perspective right then and there man i said i read this book it called it was called soul detox and uh uh it was a faith-based book faith-based book and man one of the quotes that was in there that resonated with me that i preach it i put it on my status probably six times a year it says what you fear the most are the areas where you trust god the least mm -hmm. and and i'm a I'm, I'm very very so much like stand on that like those areas where you fear the most are the areas where you need to improve on your trust and uh in god and it's 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 not once because he he don't he didn't give you a spirit of fear so it's like why do you have that like get rid of that go out there mm -hmm. and do it because once once you see it start happening then you appreciate appreciate yourself and then you can pull somebody up um somebody up who didn't know either and as exactly. a coach and as a dj culture as 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 a uh african-american dj you know that's what we need man that's that's exactly uh, tools that we need to learn from each other yeah and and i totally agree and and i'm gonna share i'm gonna share this with you as well um you know it's 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 hard for so many uh, so many people that that operate you know in that vein of fear you know there's something there's a saying there's a saying that I live by uh, believe in your belief will make a way yeah but the trick to that is this the only thing that your belief will make a way for is what you actually believe. Hmm. So if you're saying that you want to be successful, but what you really believe is that you are a failure, you know what would happen? You will you continue fail. to fail. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we have to really believe in what we say we believe in and live and die by that. Because what I will say, and I live by this, there is nothing in the world that you actually want, that you desire strongly, that's not right there. Yeah. Yeah. You right. will always achieve what you actually want in life because of the simple fact that you're going to do what it takes to get it. Yeah. I believe that. You know, and, yeah. and, 
and and those are things, man, that I live and die by. Right, and, right. And I control. I do my best to control what I actually believe in. Mm -hmm. And you said something earlier about a positive mind, you know, a positive mindset, you know, and I'm paraphrasing, but you right. talked about being positive and not focusing on problems, but the solution. Right. And, and that speaks to that. I don't, I don't care about the problem. Let's identify the problem mm -hmm. and come up with the solution. And we're going to hang our hat on the solution. Right. I don't want to deal with the problem. I don't. I don't like gloom and dark darkness. Yeah. That's not how I live. I like living a a peaceful life because when you're angry, when you're sad, all of those emotions you have to be reminded over and over again to live in that vein. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because we're peace. We're peaceful by nature. Right. Right, right. So, and and that and that's the main thing, man. That's the that's yeah. the main exact thing, man. You if if you dwell on something nowadays, you know it's it's gonna come to depression and all of that stuff. You know, it's man. We live in too much of a crazy world to focus on to focus on the things that you can change. You know, if you can change it, why 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 focus on? the actual uh well not focus on what why dwell on the actual problem just change it. just change mm -hmm. it and make it a better solution yep yep and i agree but man this has been this has been a real blast uh i really um appreciate you know you jumping on with me i learned a lot about yourself i learned a lot about what you do and why you do it and i learned some things that you do that i'm going to implement for myself Oh, man. Uh, and I and I thank you for that. I hope I was able to give you something as well, you know, as you know what you've given me. Yes, sir. And, and hopefully, what the people who are listening, I hope they get, you know, something out of this because it was it was it was great. It was great, it, man. I appreciate you guys for uh, appreciate your uh, podcast for having me, man. More blessings on your way. It's 2022. So yes. Yes. yes it's time to get it's time to motivate and it's time to just get all what what's what we have coming for us man so oh yes oh yes oh yes so i want to do one last thing before yes, we close out tell the people where they can find you at your social handles uh your website and so forth uh yes 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 sir I go by the name of DJ Bowtie, Demarcus Latcher. Uh, my company is called A Bowtie Fair LLC. Um, you can find me on Instagram at the uh, DJ Bowtie, or you can put Bowtie the DJ, whichever one. Um, uh, that is my. I'm very transparent, so that's my personal one. My uh, business page is A Bowtie Fair LLC. Uh, my website a bowtieaffair.com so any of those things any of those social media platforms on facebook dj bowtie you can find me there you can catch my mixes catch me i see what i'm doing in the streets and in the community as well so look forward to talking with you look forward to seeing you guys and i appreciate your support oh no problem no problem again guys thank you for tuning in to another episode from a DJ's perspective with DJ Bowtie, the one and only DJ yes, Bowtie. Sir. There <laughs> is no other. So if you <laughs> see somebody with that name and they don't look like him, don't call it. <laughs>
Yeah, don't don't do it. <laughs> yeah, don't do it because it ain't the original bow tie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> appreciate. So, it. so with that said, man, like I said, thank you, man. You have a great uh, evening or morning or whatever it is, and and I appreciate you, and I'll be seeing you soon. All right, appreciate you, man. All right, peace. Yeah.